0: Heyo, and welcome to the College Student Success Podcast. Podcast dedicated to college students and faculty who come together to talk about mental health, wellness, mentorship, and entrepreneurship. Together, we set and achieve goals for ourselves to get us where we want to be. I'm your host, Derek Malinzak, and this is Episode 111 of the podcast. And welcome back, everybody man, it has been a minute. Uh, It took me a couple of tries to do my hey-o. I had to do it at a lower octave because, I don't know. Um, Anyway, I'm really happy to be back here today behind the microphone, chatting you all up. Uh, Did you miss me? (laughs) I imagine uh, many of the people that had been listeners over the years have have fallen off uh, over the over time and i have given them good reason to as i I checked i thought i had done an episode in like january (laughs) turns out it hasn't been since october ah anyway um i'm over apologizing i let you guys know last time that you know i had no time frame as to when another episode would come out but here we are in may may of 2020 uh and it has been just a uh incredible year uh final grades at, at Rutgers were due today. And uh, I finished up a little a few days earlier. So um, woke up this morning and just had this like, I guess clear mind of having, you know, no more grading to do. And, and I could start to focus on new things. It's the thing I love about my job, uh, the ability to turn the turn the page, you know, every semester and, and kind of have a new Uh, you know, not new, but uh, a different routine to get into. So I'm looking forward to the rest of May. And I hope you guys have had a a good semester yourselves or as good as you can have, uh, given the circumstances. So uh, yeah, we're gonna talk a little bit about those circumstances today. I've kind of just I don't know, I was inspired in the last few weeks to do a podcast episode with some things that have just been going on in my mind. And in my life, uh, give you guys a couple of updates, you know, how things have been going for me with uh, what we got going on here with the pandemic and the dissertation. Uh, I wanted to give an update on my uh, online course, Acer Online Class, and uh, really the the value that I'm trying to bring today is is a topic just talking about um, being able to anticipate a little bit about what's going to happen next and and being able to plan for it because i think that that's our best weapon uh as individuals at this point how we act as a community or group um you know is not really for this episode um it's Horrible to think that uh, something like a pandemic has been uh, politicized, but uh, sadly, this is the age we live in, and uh, you won't have to worry about hearing any of that here. Uh, I'm not going to get into politics or what we should do or not do. Uh, I'm just going to accept where we're at and try and kind of give some suggestions about how to think about things moving forward uh, in terms of being a successful student, because that's why you're listening, right? Um Hopefully that's why you're listening to something called the College Student Success Podcast. Uh, So, yeah, I'm going to touch on, I guess, a couple of like older topics. You know, I was reminiscing as I was brainstorming this episode. And uh, at first I thought it was 2016 when I started it. But then I looked back and thought, wow, it's actually uh, August of 2015 (laughs) was when I started... uh, started this podcast and uh so it'll be five years uh, this coming fall which is wild to think about it's wild to think about that uh you know if a student had had you know theoretically started school right around when i started the podcast you know fall of 2015 uh, if they had just gone straight through uh, and not had any, you know, just gone typical four years, they would have finished last May. Um, not many students do that, uh, but uh, if they took a year, you know, an extra year, they'd, they'd be finishing this year. So uh, if there's anyone out there, you know, like you, th- that are, you know, somebody that started in right around when the uh, podcast started, uh, that would be amazing to hear, Um you know, feel free to reach out. I'd love to hear. Um, but yeah, you know, 111 episodes in, I have some ideas about what I might do in the future in terms of this podcast. But uh, right now, I'm just kind of, you know, going to rec- continue to record as I see fit. Um, but I, I am going to, with that said, I'm going to record today, and then I'm going to have at least two more episodes. I think coming up in the next month is my goal, and I'll get into that at the end of the semester. I'm sorry, at the end. Of the podcast here. All right, so let's start off. Uh, let's start with the dissertation real quick because I don't have too much to update you on. That was the the meat of the last episode uh, where I talked about what I was doing, and that all is, is stayed the same. Uh, I am in the writing phase right now. Uh, right after I recorded that podcast, uh, I thought I'd get right into the writing. I think, and it just hit me that that was not going to happen. And uh, the second half of the semester is always more busy than the first. So I really didn't do much until the semester was over. And so I really got started writing uh, the end of December after the holidays slash beginning of January before the semester started and then uh, throughout January and February. So I I got a good three months of writing in, uh, give or take, uh, working on uh, basically the first three chapters. uh, So, the big bulk of my time was writing the, the literature review. Um, that's I don't know, It just takes the most amount of time to uh, read the articles, to synthesize them, et cetera. And uh, I do think uh, if coronavirus had not hit, I probably would not have gotten uh, all the way finished, as it turned out, uh, what ended up happening. Uh, right around spring break, I had planned to go away. I was planning to go to Florida uh and do a big writing session, you know, three days just kind of uninterrupted and with a little time on the beach uh, and some warmth in the sun uh, in between studying and writing. <laughs> and uh, that, end, that was like a week before really the lockdowns in the Northeast started. And I had been looking and just been like, eh, I don't think I want to fly to Florida right now. And I ended up canceling the trip and I got some work done that week, but that was sort of the the beginning of the end as far as this semester. But uh, good news, uh, this week, I'm going to kind of pick it back up. And I'm just sort of, you know, noticing a a pattern of of my own abilities and and, uh, availability too. Now it's been two semesters where I've really like started off strong. First half of the semester worked really hard on my dissertation and then just faded for the second half. Um, I'm not actually that upset. About that. You know, that I think is just kind of understandable. And I think you guys can hopefully start to learn these things about your own selves, right? How much work you can do before you run out of steam. You know, that self awareness is just so important as we mature and grow older and learn, you know, how we are kind of best efficient. You know, when we're our most efficient. Are we most efficient after a full meal? Uh, right before, you know, going to bed, uh, after exercising, you know, it, these things matter, you know, and um, the more I learn about myself, the, the, the more I'm able to incorporate these uh, little nuggets of self-awareness into, you know, sort of what I do day to day, make myself as productive as possible. So uh, I did not end up going on the trip, uh, and uh, things kind of faded, picking it back up. Uh, I, my goal now is to be done with the writing piece, the, the writing portion, by uh, the end of the summer. You know, I'm going to give myself the summer to basically finish the writing, and then I have to do a proposal hearing where I basically uh, defend everything I wrote. It's not the the, the dissertation defense, but uh, in in some ways, it's a lot more um, nerve wracking because uh, you're you're putting your plan before your committee and. Uh, the others out there, powers that be, and sort of leaving it open for them to take uh, it apart. So I will, uh, I'll be ready. Um, so it continues to be, you know, a labor of love, but I, I don't hate it. <laughs> um, I also actually got sort of off track for a bit of the semester working on a grant. <laughs> uh, it just inspired me when I saw it, uh, because it tied in with uh, with the podcast a little actually, and um, just some things I had been doing on the literature review. I, I'm hesitant to say too much about it. But um, because I, if if I do actually get the grant, um, you're gonna hear a lot about it. <laughs> but suffice it to say, um, the, the project I'm doing is focusing on like a small group of people, right? Uh, it's college students that uh, have a mental health condition went to college and then had a relapse and basically had to leave college. And the the people I'm recruiting from uh, all attend this program in New York that I talked about the last episode, the college reentry program. This grant would have basically, it's a global health grant. And so um, this grant would essentially make my study larger in that I would have a second group of people that I would recruit from theoretically all over the world um, to basically find out, you know, looking for similar people, right, college students that are in recovery, that had to leave school, and then attempted reentry, And I want to interview them. So I'm thinking, you know, if I got the grant, I would, uh, one piece, of it would be um, trying to get another cohort of students that were not part of the reentry program. And I proposed using this podcast uh, as a tool. So um, we'll see. We'll see how that goes. I should be hearing uh in the next couple weeks. Uh, So if not, it's actually fine, because uh, now at at this point, I'm starting to not regret it, but uh, just realize how much more work I created for myself should I get the grant. But it would be an amazing opportunity. And there's a lot of other things about the grant that I haven't talked about that would um, make it a a bit um, more interesting and um, definitely more attractive as you know, something uh, to be read as a you know, scientific work. So more on that TBD. Um, all right. So as far as, you know, my own life, you know, I'm not going to spend too much time talking about how coronavirus affected me. Um, I can tell you a little bit how it affected Rutgers, you know, as it was probably similar for you guys in the schools where you're at, you know, the semester started off fine and, um, Even through February, things were, you know, we started to hear about it here, but nothing changed really. And then it was the beginning of March where everything changed. So it was right around spring break for us, middle of the semester, week seven or eight, when we uh, moved remote uh, to all remote. I already teach two out of three of my classes online, uh, so it wasn't really a big change for me. Um, The one class I did have in person, we just moved to Zoom and we continued to meet, you know, every Tuesday. And uh, the students really didn't even skip a beat, they they were fantastic, uh, very flexible, and uh, ended up being a, a really great group. So, um, you know, personally, you know, it changed a good bit in that I had my son home, and, uh, you know, we're doing the homeschooling thing, not, we you know, schooling at home uh, with Google Classroom, and, and that's a huge adjustment, but. Um, you know, I, I look at it as a blessing in that I've had all this extra time to spend with him. So uh, that's, you know, the things that have probably inconvenienced a lot of folks, uh, parents, um, people that are out of work, you know, people that have uh, loved ones that got sick or or unfortunately po- perhaps passed away. I, I didn't have any of that, and I'm, for that I'm grateful. Um, and I continue to pray for everyone out there and and for my own, you know, family you know, I, I really believe optimistically that we're going to get over this. It's just going to take longer than we'd probably like for it to. Um, but that's sort of, you know, what we're going to talk about today. I think I'm going to skip the ACE Your online class stuff for the end of the, uh, the podcast and we'll just get into this since we're talking about it. I think th- there's not a lot you can, you can do right now in terms of, you know, what happened, right? Um, say what you want about, you know, any one government's response to this pandemic. Um, most of them, you'd probably say, was not the best. But I actually am typically hard on government. And I'm going to give them a pass, uh, in a lot of cases, not like this administration, just kind of in general world government, you know, all governments. It, you know, we haven't had anything like this in our lifetime. And yeah, you can make the argument, we should have been more prepared. But um, I I I didn't even anticipate how this would affect us uh, so it's hard for me to really put a lot of blame on on any you know one entity um, we're here and that's what we have to deal with right um so what's going to happen right um I've tried to look at this this crisis as I as I know how you know I, I do, it's horrible right but at the same time we're here we have to live we have to survive we'd like to thrive right so i've looked for you know where i could be helpful uh and what kind of opportunities this new situation has presented us right as a person a faculty member that's really into online learning you know i i embrace it i i've enjoyed it actually um this has been an opportunity to be a help to other faculty, you know, that may have had uh, needs, setting up their courses, uh, switching things up that were meant to be done in the classroom to online. Um, tried to help out, you know, actually at the public school level a little bit, you know, because it's been, you know, a big challenge for just like, you know, the local schools here. Um And just, you know, trying to be a connection to the family and the friends and and hosting Zoom meetings and get-togethers and a lot of things that you guys have probably been been doing as well. Um, But now we're here, right? Things are starting to ease up a little bit here and there. Um, I anticipate things will continue to get better, uh, right, throughout June into July, uh, into August. I think a lot of stuff will kind of get back a little bit to normal. Um, this is all conjecture, right? But I think that it does seem uh, at least a little bit seasonal in that, um, as the warmer weather comes, more people are going to spend time outside. There'll be less, uh, you know, indoor crowded spaces, um, and people gathering in them and that's going to decrease. But then now everyone, you know, big talk is what will happen in the fall, right? And who knows? Um, we might, have a second wave that's worse that you know people are fearing about we might have nothing not, or not much um, of a recurrence or anything in between right we don't know the best epidemiologists in the world don't know <clears throat> and, and we with that information what what could we do right well, what have we talked about here at the college student success podcast right um, I, I've been thinking about uh, the, the five uh, sort of, tenants of the podcast that I sort of got away from in in later years of of doing the podcast. But in the earlier years, I talked a lot about, I guess I called it Pavlas, Pavlas, P-V-L-A-S, which stands for Passion, Value, Leverage, Accountability, and Sustainability. And I would teach, you know, when we were doing a more formalized podcast, where we would set a goal in the semester and then sort of work each week uh, to take a step to achieve that goal, I often looked at the goal or the the strategies and tools we were using to achieve the goal through this lens of, you know, one of these five prisms, so to speak. And so, I started thinking about, you know, this pandemic, right? Um, and not not necessarily from a goal setting standpoint, right? I, I can't, it's hard to think of passion when you think about this, um, but thinking about goals, right? Um, And what you're trying to do as a student, you know, a lot of students were drawn to college um, because of one of these things, right? Um, You know, they had a passion for a particular, you know, career or or topic. Uh, They wanted to leverage their, you know, their abilities and their talent and intellect into uh, earning potential, right? Um, They wanted to bring value and, and they wanted to bring Uh, you know, themselves to a profession, you know, I'm thinking of like the helping professions, and people often just have this calling. Um, They're looking to build a, a sustainable life for themselves where they're, you know, pretty much earning as much as they need to survive or more and not less. And, you know, perhaps they're going for some accountability reason, right, Um, because, you know, for better or worse, their parents are really invested in them going or they, you know, got this big scholarship that they are trying to, you know, hold on to and and it's making them accountable. Um, So we've looked at, you know, these things in many different ways over the years the one that stands out to me in terms of of how this might impact your goals is is leverage right Um, so i see this like push and pull between these two forces Um, and and i felt it in myself too when this all happened and i realized right we were going to be quarantined in this lockdown for you know i didn't think it'd be this long when it first happened Um, but i immediately was like okay what can i do because this is the kind of person I am like, what can I do to, to, to take advantage of this situation? Um, You know, I have all this time home. Uh, I thought in the beginning, wow, I'll have all this extra time to work on my dissertation, maybe I'll actually get it done faster than if this hadn't happened, which didn't end up happening, because I didn't think as much about having my son home all the time. Um, But I was trying to look for not opportunity i don't know that's such a not the word doesn't work in this situation but just like where are the things that you know now i'm being forced to adapt my lifestyle where are the things i could take advantage of because of this right i imagine a lot of people i've been thinking about this a lot a lot of people used to spend a lot on entertainment that they can't spend anymore right This has hit me hard personally in in terms of what I love to do. I love love baseball, and I love going to concerts. And uh, those are the things that are the hardest uh, to come back, uh, I think, from something like this because they typically involve, especially concerts, uh, mass crowds and gatherings and not at all social distancing. So... It sucked, uh, from an entertainment perspective, but, uh, that's actually led to, um, me being able to save a lot more money than I would have otherwise been spending, going to restaurants, going out, taking my son to different events. Um, so that's been good for my, my budget, right? Um, so in a situation where everything feels so dire and, um, People around us often seem so pessimistic. It's being echoed by, you know, whatever type of news source you're listening to, uh, wherever, right? Even the television ads right now are just so horrible, <laughs> um, filled with this like oh pessimism. But we're gonna get through this together, right? Um, I I look for the I ch- I'm the optimistic person that's looking for like what I can how i can benefit from this how i can help my family benefit because that's the only way i know how <laughs> um so we have that on one side and then on the other side we have you know the very real aspect of what a lot of people are are going through right the, being just trying to survive Right. A lot of people are sitting there listening to me right now and they're like, you know, it, it, it sounds good for you, Derek. You know, I, I wish I could be in your position where I would have a job that could just easily move to home based, you know, work uh, remote learning and you know not skip a beat and be totally prepared with your classes and you know you're so prepared you're looking for opportunities amongst all this and here i am i lost my job i don't know when i'm gonna eat or you know uh i was living in the dorms and they closed and i don't i didn't know where to go i hear you (laughs) i hear you and that's why i didn't rush out when this all happened with that message of like hey this is an opportunity like i mean that would have been kind of being a dick (laughs) Um, because I realize so many people are out there who are in such tough positions with this, you know, either having family members that that contracted the virus or just living with so many of the inconveniences that have come about because of it, right? Um, so that's the other side of this push-pull, right? I have part of me being like, ah, you know, I could do this now, or, you know, this is gonna change, but it's still okay because of this. And I have this other side of me that's like you know, oh right. Um, so I'm getting ready to go to the grocery store, how am I going to, you know, protect myself so I don't bring this home to my family, like there is still these elements of it being very real. Uh, and it being, um, you know, we're not out of the woods type of feeling, right? We, we need to survive, we need to, you know, we, we don't need to think about tomorrow, we need to think about today. I'm torn, because I don't like living in that, in that mindset um i don't like it when the other people around me have to live in that sort of like uh we're in a crisis we're just trying to get through today we're trying to manage this crisis as best we can um we're just trying to keep everything going right that works when you need it to work right there's always going to be times where you know you just getting by is fine and the fact that you just got by is great right um but I don't work so well in that for too long. Um, I'm in a, I have a growth mindset, right? Uh, things are going to get better. Uh, I can work to make them better. So I, I, if I ever get back into that, like I'm just trying to survive as soon as I'm out of the woods, so to speak, right? I'm home and you know, desanitize and all my groceries are purchased for the next two weeks. And it's like, okay, I can live a little, I can relax, Uh, I'd be, you know, back to that, like, how do I maximize being home, you know, um, saving money, etc. So I just want to kind of put that out there to people to be like, it's okay to be like, screw you, Derek, I can't even think about leveraging up right now. I'm just trying to survive. Because if that's the case, then yeah, you just need to be surviving. And I hope this message finds you surviving. And if I can be of any help, um, please reach out and let me know. Um, but this message is also for the other folks that have managed to survive and got themselves in an okay, stable situation for now. Figured out a bunch of their routines because now we've been in this position for a better part of two months. A lot of people's routines have changed. You know, this College Student Success Podcast predicates itself on building healthy habits and routines that keep us going, keep the momentum going, and positive flowing towards, you know, a a growing, sustainable recovery. That's where we want to be. When something like this out of left field happens, I'm sure everyone's, you know, habits and uh, routines have been thrown off. I hope you've been able to find some new ones that have made you, you know, continue to grow and and maintain right i think about the people that have been like relying on 12-step meetings you know AA meetings for the last however many years and all of a sudden now you can't get to an aa meeting right oh they'll just find one on zoom it's like uh, yeah all right but there's a lot of it's not the same right um i think about people that were you know can't go to their clubhouse or partial care program, you know, a place where they would go to escape from whatever potentially crappy home situation they have. And now they're stuck there, right? I think about all of these people. <laughs> that said, we, you know, if we're mindful about it, hopefully can find substitutes uh, can alter our habits and routines to at least get some of what we need. You know, one big change for me um, has been, you know, I was always kind of a, a journaler, <laughs> journaler. Uh, I liked to write down things and I got gotten into this habit over the years using my passion planner that I would journal at the end of the month and I would sort of summarize my month. And it's very arbitrary, right? 30 days. Um, but I've gone to journaling almost every day for the last three months, two months. And it's, um, it's been a lifesaver for me. Um, early on with just like coping with the stress uh, and having something to do. And now for like sort of the moving on and moving forward type of stuff and, and thinking things through. So even though I haven't been writing a lot for my dissertation, I actually had uh, continued to write uh, just for my own, my own wellness, right? Let me just see here. If I have everything. So look for opportunities, be mindful as you adapt. Uh, and adopt old, uh, replacing old with adopting new habits and routines. Um, and just to think about, uh, next time, right. As I mentioned, I don't think we're out of the woods, right. Um, as far as Rutgers is concerned, we've gone full remote for the, uh, for the summer and pretty much expecting, uh, I'm at least planning to potentially be remote in the fall. And I'm pretty sure some schools have already probably gone forward and and made those announcements. Uh, So what can we do? You know, if we're in a stable situation, right? If we're still trying to survive, then your goal is to continue to survive, right? Uh, and, And get the things that you need to get out of that situation that's causing so much stress, right? Get into a stable living situation. Find get back you know some momentum if it comes when it comes to sobriety or whatnot. I get it. There's a lot of people suffering, and um, you know I, I think things are going to get better, and I really hope they get better for you. But if we're in a place where we're like okay, right, and we've gotten into some of our new habits and routines, and we're sort of like okay, I think things are going to get better. Um, they, there's a good chance they will, and I'm going to continue to plan. On one hand, like they will get better. <clears throat> But also what might potentially happen in the fall, right? The more we can take away learning experiences from this, right, the better we'll be able to manage it next time. Uh, if your school is still saying, "Yeah, we're going to be meeting in person next year, uh, plan for remote classes anyway, right? Um, do a kind of self-assessment you know and it doesn't have to be anything like a, an actual you know formulaic assessment but just sit there and write down your own thoughts about how you how you feel about online learning or, or how you managed it it shouldn't be more how you feel it's more how you managed your online learning this past semester what went well you know i like to start with strengths perspective you know what did you do well in adapting to this like extenuating you know really extreme circumstances um, and what do you need to work on? And if it's things that you need to work on that you can identify, like, you know, there's things that you could do potentially over the summer to get better at. Sorry, I just my computer stopped for a second. Um, there's things that you can do better, you know, in terms of um, potentially note taking or. Um, you know your workflow of how you uh, tackle activities, and you know the, the, what you're doing and the time you're spending on your your learning management system, and just being as as efficient as you can be. Um, so take stock of what happened this semester. Be honest, right? Um, some people's grades, I'm sure, were not where they wanted to be. It's not so much about the grade. I'm thinking more about the process, right? Um, And start thinking about what you could do in the fall that might, you know, alleviate some of that, right? Um, I already started thinking about it as a faculty, right? Um, There's things I'm planning for. You know, things went okay for for the class that I had to switch at the last minute. But there's definitely stuff that I took away from that experience that it's like, wow, if I did this again, I would definitely do this differently, um think about your living situation right if you're going to be going back or planning to go back to a dorm uh you may want to have some sort of alternate plan you may just want to sit this one out if you were going to be you know potentially living off campus and you have the opportunity to commute from home um you know have have an idea of what might happen if this were to repeat um I hesitate to say this, but like, perhaps if you find out like this whole next school year is going to be like this again, um, this would be a very extreme, you know, decision, but maybe you want to think about taking the year off, right? Um, I'm sure there's people that made a killing these last two months, busting their ass uh, doing DoorDash, right? Um, It's, you know, I, I hope they were compensated well for it because they definitely... Um, You know, they are definitely a critical part of what we would call the essential workforce. And they are, you know, front front line in terms of uh, risking exposure. So I tip my hats to anyone doing, uh, you know, food service delivery uh, through these times. But, you know, because of the need, I'm sure that there's a huge demand. And and, uh, I would imagine that as such, uh, you know, tips and and gratuities. And they're going to have to pay people to, to do that kind of work. Uh, I'm not saying you should quit college and work at DoorDash. <laughs> you know, I'm just saying that if it's, an, if it's the thought comes in, it's like, I just can't do online learning. Like, I, I know myself, I, I'm self-aware, and I know that just kind of switching to, you know, meeting on Zoom is going to end horribly for me. Um, maybe consider doing a pro and con list of, like, what might happen if you decided to take a year off or even a semester off and what you could do in that place right oh if i were not work if i was not going to school maybe i'd get a job here um you have to you know take that with a grain of salt in that you may not you know there may not be one waiting for you given the economy but um you know if you think critically about you know what type of job you would be looking for or some sort of alternative um studying program right um If you were planning to do an internship this semester, that would require, you know, be working closely with individuals. And now, you know, it's not really going to be possible as is. Um, Maybe you want to just kind of wait for this to blow over a little bit. Right. Uh, It sucks having to delay shit by a year. Um, But if you're going to end up, you know, getting more out of it and using that other time, you know, productively, setting yourself up better in other areas of your life. I mean, it's worth having, it's worth doing the thought exercise, right, to be like, well, what would happen if I took a year off or a semester off, and did this instead, you know, it would impact my finances by this, it would impact my career goals by this, it would impact my family by this, you know, play it out, talk to the people that are, you know, the important supports in your life about what would happen. It's way better to be thinking about this now in May for September, than be thinking about it at the end of August, and all of a sudden we're getting these reports of uh, increasing clusters or whatever it is they're going to, you know, whatever is going to be happening, you know, in, in the fall. So um, I really, I really empathize with people that have the mentality of like, you know what, online learning fucking sucks. <laughs> I get it. You know, I, as a student, uh, definitely enjoy it a lot less than being in an in-person class. As a teacher, you know, I like it for some reasons and dislike it for others. Uh, But there's no denying the fact that there are many people out there that are really not designed to learn this way. And they learn much more hands-on. They learn by, you know, seeing people in person versus uh, watching them online. What can you do, right? How can we replicate what's missing from that environment that you're used to and the one you feel more comfortable in or potentially thrive in more? Um, Potentially, that's a lot of potentialies. You could think about online study groups. Um, I'm sure that some of you already did this, right, as a means to pass this last semester, uh, banding together with people that you made friends with in the beginning of the semester. And, you know, meeting or doing setting up a group chat or doing FaceTime or you know, whatever it is to get together and sort of review and study and keep yourselves motivated and going. Um, Teacher offer office hours, uh, virtual, of course. Uh, the people out there that are like, oh, I never do office hours. Uh, Maybe you want to think about, you know, doing uh, office hours in the fall. If if you're doing uh, remote, you would otherwise rather not be because, you know, for instance, you don't really, uh, I don't know, you don't really form a good relationship with people just meeting them on Zoom. Uh, We had a big advantage this semester in that we had the first eight weeks of knowing each other in in an in-person class and moved it online so we had a rapport and we knew you know if we were to start from the beginning and do online it would be different and just knowing and anticipating that Uh, so maybe thinking about taking advantage of teacher office hours on zoom and you know really getting that more personal contact with the instructor or if not an accountability partner as in you know seeking out another student you know, maybe you knew from another class and we're like, hey, you know, you want to help each other out this semester. I'll share my notes or whatever. Um, so those are just a few things I was thinking about. Um, I think one of my next episodes is going to be like a, a Zoom hack, learn Zoom learning hack <laughs> type of episode. Uh, I want to put some more work into it. I, I jotted some things down, but everybody's in such, you know, Zoom minded right now. Uh, I don't want to overkill it, um, but at the same time, I, I definitely have some ideas as to what we can do to get the most out of uh, learning on Zoom if that's what we have to do. So, um, so that's really you know some thoughts I have about preparing for the future. You know, anticipating what potentially might happen. Um, you know, it's the old "hope for the best, but prepare for the worst" mantra uh, has served me well, and. Um, definitely one i would be advising at this point so i hope your teachers have been flexible with you this semester uh you know it's a it's a horrible time for a student for a teacher to uh you know either get on their high horse or just get you know really um anal about stuff um i don't know i just thought i'd (laughs) throw that out there um and then uh last thing just kind of wanted to give you an update on as we uh, close up shop here, is on my online course. So for newer students, you may—I mean, newer listeners—you may not know. Um, it's in the show notes. Uh, but I had this uh, entrepreneurial uh, part of my life. <laughs> I definitely still think of myself in some ways as an entrepreneur but I had never until I decided to, to create this course uh, this coincided about a year after I started doing the podcast so I think this was around 2016 uh, I got inspired to create an online course about learning online <laughs> so it's kind of meta um, but it's called uh Ace Your online class and it was a you know self-directed self-paced course Uh, mostly videos you know um screenshot videos with powerpoints where i would um and i broke them up there was uh it was 10 chapters three three parts three modules each so it was 30 videos and each video was somewhere between five and 10 minutes or 12 minutes or something so they were pretty small you know bite-sized pieces and uh, each would have an activity, and they took you through the different things about what it's like to learn online if you've never learned online before, right? Um, what, what's the learning management system, you know? What's the sort of format, general format like? A lot of students here probably w- are well beyond uh, the basics that this course would provide. Um, but I think it, it definitely served a niche, especially for students that may struggle you know, with um, intellectual disabilities or uh, students that are non-typical, non-traditional students that may have be older, coming back to school, you know, after not going to school for a long time and be completely new to online learning. Um, so anyway, I um, this is just some some fill in some history. Some of you already know this, but uh, I had these grand ideas. I was gonna um, make a lot of money off this course, and. Uh, definitely didn't work out that way um shopped it around these different places where i could host it because it was uh that's a challenge and ended up using uh, udemy udemy is a lot of other you know self-directed courses and uh so i was trying to i was trying to get you know monetize it for for the longest time and then uh, i just got really tired of it i love i love the idea of having a small business i love building things um I I love markets, you know, and supply and demand. I love all that stuff. I hate promoting. (laughs) I hate trying to sell myself. Uh, It's just not something I enjoy doing. Um, I I hate it, you know, and I think that's the downfall uh, uh, in terms of myself. If I ever wanted to start a business, I would definitely need to hire somebody to do that part because I know that I would not have the passion thinking about uh p-v-l-a-s again uh to do that aspect of the job and it's an important part right it makes the it makes a business sustainable the ability to continue to generate you know uh, income and revenue uh so eventually i just got tired of it and was like "Eh, nobody wants this anyway and set it to, to give it away for free on udemy um it was a free course and sat there for years as a free course and um over the years I mean, a lot of students took it uh it was over 2000 students i believe and you know tons of different countries you know very similar in a sense to like you know the demographics of this podcast um so A while back not too not too long ago uh i started playing around with the course uh udemy has like all these different options they're always changing things uh they're changing like pricing structures and you know all this stuff recruit you know how they direct people to your to your course and whatnot it's i can't keep up um and i just really stopped paying attention after a while but um I went back somewhat recently, and I was like, you know what? we got this, like, thing going on. I'm thinking about, you know, opportunities and stuff. I created this course for students that are new to online learning, and all of a sudden there's probably millions of students that hadn't been online learning that all of a sudden are forced on the fly to learn online. Uh, Maybe this would be a good idea to start thinking about that course I created years ago. Uh, So I started messing around with it, and, like, there's, you know, Udemy tries to get you to to to, to charge for it um so i i cre- I, pr- I changed it to a paid course again i think it's like 20 dollars right now and i sort of forgot about it again and then uh i got an email from uh somebody that was like oh hey i was listening to your podcast and i i heard about your your course ACR online class and it was free and i went to the udemy in and it's not free what's up <laughs> And they were super nice and i actually really appreciate that email because it was a kick in the ass to make me realize like oh wow like people do see this uh, still even though i'm not podcasting anymore so i had reached out to them and, and gave them a code to access the course but um i just wanted to say that to be like you know it's actually technically not any longer free um and i actually think i'm i'm gonna be continuing to play around with it i, I might try and actually raise the price of the course a bunch Um, based on some some theories out there about uh, marketability and whatnot. But um, one thing I don't want is I never want students, I never want listeners of this podcast to have to pay for that course. Um, It is my gift to you, so to speak. So although you cannot uh, pay, you cannot access it for free through Udemy right now. Um, what I'm going to be doing is they offer these different promotions like for students to attract people. Um, and the right now, I can't promise it will always be this way, but right now they're allowing the instructor to set up a coupon where you allow it to last. You know, it's uh, basically 10 free courses. You know, 10 people can sign up to access the course for free. Uh, every 30 days so I'm gonna try that as a coupon so I'm gonna put this in the show notes too but if you're interested in taking a online class uh, there will be a link in the show notes and a there will be a code as well maybe I should not put the code in here well, let me see. Let me put it in the show notes this time and see how it goes. But there'll be a code, a coupon code that you can use. And basically, the first 10 people that register for sign up for the course through you to me through that code, won't have to pay for it. Um, if people click that link, and they're beyond those 10, you know, it says, Oh, you know, this is expired, reach out to me and let me know. And I'll work something out so that you don't have to pay for it. And um, again, I don't, I'm not trying to make money off of this audience on that, from that course. Um, However, it would be cool to kind of have this little side hustle. Then I put so many hours into it uh, that it it would, I don't know, I've been thinking about kind of putting some more, you know, reviving it, you know, revamping it a little bit and, and, you know, definitely charging a bit more for it. So uh, again, if you want to take it, Reach out to me or try the coupon code in the show notes, and uh, you should be able to access it for free. If not, reach out, and I'll do what I can to make sure that you are able to. All right. I think that is it. Yeah. Um, Last thing I have to announce, uh, as I said earlier, I'm definitely going to have a couple more episodes coming up soon. Uh, It's not going to be another whatever it was, nine months since you heard from me. Uh, That was terrible. But uh, I'm gonna be doing, as I mentioned, an episode on like Zoom online learning hacks. Uh, I don't know how long, thorough, or novel it'll be, uh, but I definitely have spent so much time on Zoom, even before this whole pandemic, that I, I have some insights, uh, what, things you could do to get the most out of it. Um, but also, I'm really excited for my other thing I'll be posting on the podcast feed. Uh, I'm gonna be interviewed on another podcast. Um, So longtime listeners of the show might remember I interviewed a guy way back named Jack Spierko. And Jack's a podcaster for what they call the Survival Podcast. And he's a personal hero slash mentor of mine. Um, Just really helped me in terms of, um, you know, how to think, I guess, and and think critically and understand the world around me, I guess. Um, He's been helpful for that and uh i you know i don't listen religiously to his show he does five shows a week so it's a it's a lot you know he's very prolific but i, I definitely lit I, I check his show and, and i listen to the ones that are, really interest me and i'd had it in my mind for a long time to to do a show to, to see to go on his show and talk about mental health it's a show about preparedness and not really a great fit i didn't think but then this whole pandemic happened and and I was like, you know what, I think I'm going to try and do a show for like mental health for for the self-reliant, you know, for the person that is like what they would call a quote unquote prepper, you know, that is incredibly independent minded and, and prides themselves on their self-reliance. Well, it's sometimes hard to ask for help for things like, you know, mental health issues. And so I'm, I'm going to try and do an episode on introducing people to psychiatric rehabilitation, mainly and how and why rehab from a mental health condition is just as important as treatment and in a lot of cases more important and it seems like something that's overlooked in a lot of cases when we talk about mental health we always talk about mental health treatment. We don't often talk about mental health rehab. So that'll be the message that I'm going to be bringing. But uh, I'm super excited. I mean, he gets like 200,000 daily listeners. So it's a huge audience for me. Um, but I'm going to get a copy of it. And I'm going to post it here as well. Uh, so you guys can listen to that. I think it might be, might be interesting. So with that, I will uh, be signing off for now. Uh, once again, it just feels great to, to be talking uh, in front of this microphone again. If you have any comments, feedback, questions, suggestions for future episodes, anything at all you want to tell me, uh, you want to tell me my idea for monetizing Asia Online Class sucks, <laughs> you could tell me that. That's cool. Um, you could tell me whatever. Uh, hopefully it's something you know helpful for, for the show. Um for better or for worse, even negative uh, feedback and criticism is is helpful in that it it helps me understand the audience better. Um, But otherwise, I hope everyone's doing well out there, you know, and uh, I will be you'll be hearing from me again sometime soon. With that, this is Derek signing off. Have a Great break. Uh, If you're going back in the summer, if you're not just have a fucking great summer soon. Peace.